Welcome back to Breaking Up with Michaela Simuntry. That's me, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk about breaking up, relationship advice, dating stories, and personal stories about some of the worst breakups, most embarrassing, or cringiest breakups of all time. So thank you for joining us today, and let's get started. Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of Breaking Up. It's me, Michaela, and I'm pretty excited to chat about some things that happened this week. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to title this yet, but things have been going on and I'm excited to use this podcast as really just like uh, a platform for me just to vent about all this stuff. Of course, if you're new, Breaking Up is a dating podcast and I will talk about dating, breakups, love life, boys, girls, all of the above. Um, And I'm starting to kind of implement more of like weekly updates with me and what's going on in my life, as well as no longer writing out like a script or having like a big plan as to what I'm going to talk about because I'm realizing that I like the way it kind of like functions more naturally for me in an authentic way conversation if I just get on here and chat with you. Sometimes like this week I make a little bullet note like list of topics but I'm no longer writing things out. I'm no longer stressing over what to say or editing because at the end of the day like I want this platform to really feel fresh and natural and like we're just chatting on the phone. So thank you so much for listening and I hope you guys are doing really well. I hope everyone had a good week. Since I upload on Thursdays, I guess the week is kind of like already over by the time you hear this. So I hope that you've had a great week. I can say for the most part, I've had a pretty good week. Even the things that I don't think were pretty great, looking back were lessons and I feel good about everything that happened. Like I think even though some things were bad, the overall outcome of them ended up being pretty great. Um... I'll get more into that in a second, but let's do a quick kind of like week update on what's been going on, and then I'll get into some deeper topics I wanted to chat about, uh, more like love life related in the second half, if that makes sense. But yeah, so this last week of my life, let's talk about some updates. So if you follow me on Instagram or YouTube, you may already know this, but last Friday, I got my Snapchat hacked into... It literally happened so fast. I remember I was chatting with my friend on Snapchat. I opened up her message. I responded. I saw that she responded. I went to get a glass of wine. I came back to respond. And when I opened the app, I was logged out. I didn't freak out at first because you know how sometimes an app will almost like expire your login. So I just quickly tried to log in again. It wouldn't let me. I tried maybe like five other passwords that... It could be, even though I was pretty sure it was, like, the first one I tried. Didn't work. I tried to, like, forget my password, like, that option to uh, reset it. And my phone number was no longer the phone number attached to the account. My email address was invalid for the account. So, it happened so fast. I literally was inside of my account, went to get wine, and then I was locked out. Uh, very quickly I realized, oh, someone just hacked me and they changed my phone number, they changed my email, they changed my password. It was impossible for me to get back in. So luckily, this Snapchat account was only about five or six months old. 
if you've been following me that long, you know that my last Snapchat of like eight years was deleted due to violating their terms. Um, And so this new account that I recently made didn't have a lot of photos on it, didn't have like barely anything, just photos of my cats for the most part, and then very classic crying selfies that will encapsulate 2020. (laughs) And um, I'm very lucky in that way because I have a feeling that whoever hacked into my Snapchat was looking for photographs. They were looking for explicit content. Perhaps they didn't want to pay to go into my OnlyFans. Not like my OnlyFans has that content, but if someone didn't know what I post and they just wanted to see something for free, I feel like they would hack into my Snapchat. So I think that was probably like the most, like what makes the most sense in my head as to why someone would choose that account to hack into. And I will admit I was so dumb. I didn't have two-step verification on. I didn't even know that Snapchat offered that, really. Like, to me, Snapchat's kind of like a joke app, you know? Like, I go on it, and I the way I post on Snapchat, you'll see, isn't really the same way that I post on Instagram. It's not as curated. It's just kind of, like, hilarious to me, but not saying I'm funny. It's just, like, laid back, I guess, is what I'm looking for. Um... Yeah, so because Snapchat was kind of like a joke app to me, I really didn't think that anyone potentially would want to hack me or get into my account or steal my account from me. It's not like I had following on it's not like I had a following on it either. Like I know sometimes with bigger accounts that happens. So the only thing that I can think is a plausible reasoning for someone to hack into it was because Okay, sorry. <laughs> Um, I just got a a reply. Sorry, I feel like a mess tonight, but I commented something on Carly and Aaron's video. If you watch them, they're from the vlog squad because I thought Aaron was drinking water and she just responded to my comment and she said, no, that was vodka. So I couldn't help but laugh. And I hope other people know who I'm talking about because that was really funny. Anyway, um, yeah, I think the only main reason as to why someone would want to break into my account is because they were looking for photographs. And I'm very fortunate that there were nothing, there wasn't anything in that account. If they got into my old account, I might be in trouble because <laughs> that is an eight-year-old Snapchat account. So it had a lot of good finds, you know, I'm not saying, I don't know. I just, I feel like I can't even remember, but eight years of content, there's got to be some things on that. So now looking back, I'm really able to say that I am grateful everything kind of happened the way that it did because Had it not, I could be in more trouble now. I also really took that lesson of being hacked this weekend to uh, double check on all of my other accounts on social media, like make sure all of my passwords are up to date and different and strong passwords. Make sure two-step verification and the authenticator app is in place and used and see what happens when you attempt to uh, hack someone. Like I I would pretend I forgot my password and see how easy or difficult it is for someone to try to reset it, I guess, or get in. So it was a big wake-up call, and I'm so happy that out of every possible platform that could have been hacked, it was my Snapchat. Like, at the end of the day, it's the least important. Like, literally nothing is on that that I really miss, and the only thing that I really could do was make another account. So I'm on to my third Snapchat account Make sure to add me. It's McKayK underscore Sam. <laughs> so hopefully third time is a charm. 
Um, but I kind of wanted to follow up with what ended up happening. <clears throat> Whoa. I like choked on air. I wanted to follow up kind of with what ended up happening though with my Snapchat because on Friday night when it happened, uh, the only thing I could really think to do was to live stream and just get it out there really like this is what's going on. Maybe somebody can help me because I didn't really know what to do besides reach out to Snapchat, send in some customer service um, emails, which I sent in maybe 10 or 15 and I heard back from one person in I think it was um a Middle Eastern country I don't want to say the wrong one but it was like four in the morning their time by some guy in the email uh he like time stamped it and basically he just told me that they can't help me because the email that I sent them wasn't the email address connected to my account and I was like of course not because they changed my email so I felt very helpless and I went on to you now or live stream now on YouTube I don't know what they call it now it used to be you now but I think now it's just live streaming um yeah I just basically live streamed like I got hacked I don't know what to do please help and a few days went by the whole weekend went by actually and I hadn't heard back. Nothing was really resolved. I kept attempting to log in, try new things, but at this point I also just created a new account. So I assumed that that was that. Then Monday I was working out at the gym and very randomly I got this email from this guy who I actually worked with for a brand deal in the past and he reached out and just said, hey, I saw your live stream. I actually work at Snapchat. So I sent over your Snapchat username to the identity and security team. I hope they can help you. It felt like a message from God himself, like from the universe above. I don't even know, but it was so out of left field. I assumed after like four days that I wouldn't hear back ever from Snapchat and that my account would just be hacked. And I lived with this fear that whoever hacked me had my cell number, had all this information on me. And... I was constantly opening up other apps, afraid that they would just be gone some days. So, um, yeah, I uh, was working out, like I said, so I couldn't respond to him right away. And literally within 10 minutes, I got another email from Snapchat's, like, security team telling me that they took some measurements or some measurements into place and they locked my account so that nobody could log in and the account would no longer be accessible or used. I am so grateful and so thankful that this is the outcome. Obviously, I would have loved to have it back, but I also would have preferred to just delete it so that nobody could use it. And I created a new account anyway. So yeah, that was a really long story to how my Snapchat was hacked this last weekend and kind of what happened to it but if anyone's curious as to like the update on that um shout out to vlad for watching my live stream and getting my information to the right people it really is just like a reminder to just post whatever you can out into the universe like hit submit hit send because you never know where that will end up or who will end up seeing it and what could happen with it uh yeah so Moral of the story is make sure you have two-step verification turned on and no nudes. Because <laughs> imagine if I had photos on there, I might be in trouble right now. Um, okay, moving on. 
Another thing that happened for me this last week is I discovered that Hulu released old Bachelor in Paradise episodes. So this is a really weird summer for me because oh, I don't want to sound lazy, but summer is defined by like reality TV for me, like Love Island and Bachelor in Paradise. And it's it's weird that this is the first summer in a while for me without Paradise, and so I'm so happy that they posted an old season. I actually hadn't watched the season that they put on Hulu, so I really got to kind of pretend it was live and that it felt like summer and watch Paradise. If you're a Bachelor fan, you know that they've been doing the greatest seasons of all time recaps every single Monday, or more like every other Monday, let's be real. And they're okay. I mean, I'm very curious what other people think about them because I love the franchise, but for some reason, the recaps I cannot get into. It's harder to invest into when it's only one night versus like months of the season. Uh, so for the most part, it's just on in the background. But yeah, highly recommend checking out Hulu for old seasons. They posted an old Bachelorette season too. They posted um, Andy's. Yeah, they posted Andy's season. So I started to kind of have that playing on in the background as well. Uh, but yeah, the last kind of like few things that happened this week for me is I hit 37,000 subscribers. Thank you so much. It's freaking crazy. I cannot believe it. But I also just posted my reading hate comments video today. If you're listening to this episode early in the morning, it won't be up yet, but you're getting like the ultimate sneak peek on my content. Oh, maybe I should start doing that in podcast episodes because technically these go up at 9 a.m. on Thursdays um, central time and then my videos go up at 2 p.m. on Thursday. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to start doing that to give you guys a little sneak peek. That's cool. So yeah, today's new video is reading hate comments and not only did I have to like read hate comments, screenshot them, and then film myself reading them again, I had to listen to them while I edited all week. So for the most part, they're kind of like fresh on my mind and some of them are kind of funny, but some of them are also so hurtful. So it's been a weird week, honestly, having all of those kind of resurfacing in my mind and doubting my abilities. Obviously, growing up on YouTube within the last five years, I've learned to have like really thick skin and not to let certain things get to me or kind of filter, I guess, what will affect me and really let all the compliments or supportive comments through and then putting up that filter for hate comments. But I think it's definitely something to check out and kind of see. I mean, I love watching hate comment videos because they're so entertaining to see what some people will write, mostly because hate comments typically are full with typos or just like things that don't make sense, really. So highly recommend checking that out. But I have this one thing that happened this week and... I almost don't want to say it, or I wasn't planning to. I wasn't even planning to say this to really anyone in my life. Um, not because I want to keep it a secret, but because I'm afraid that if I talk about it, it won't happen, like it won't come true. And right now, it's something that is super up in the air, but if it does happen, it is so exciting and so freaking cool. I'm just kind of worried because I've really learned this last year to speak less about what you plan to do and 
speak more about like what you are doing or doing. So kind of just like keeping things to yourself until you know for sure that they're going to happen. Otherwise, to me, it's almost like you're you're like letting this energy that you've created for something out prematurely and then you don't have that energy to manifest it actually happening. But for the most part, this is out of my control. Um, I'll kind of stay pretty vague about it, I guess, but I do want to kind of timestamp this and mention it just in case, because let's say like everything happens down the road and this does happen and come true. It's going to be really cool to say that like you remember and I remember when I just started talking about it in July of 2020 and it might be a journey. It might be the only time you hear me talk about this. And I guess if it comes true, you'll know. And if it doesn't, eventually I'll tell you anyway, just for shits and gigs. (laughs) But speaking of gigs, I guess, because I was going to say shits and giggles. But speaking of gigs, the kind of exciting thing that happened is I was reached out to yesterday by a TV producer on a very popular network. Um asking about a documentary that they are casting right now and wanting to speak to me. So we set up a phone conversation or like we set up a phone conference that evening last night and I talked to the producer and she was super nice and she had all these amazing questions for me Um, and it's still very early. She said, we're just researching, just seeing who's out there. Like, you'll hear from me or like, I'll reach out to you if I have any more questions or any updates. And then because of corona and quarantine, she mentioned like, we can't even really film and we're not even supposed to be filming or doing anything right now. So it's a really weird time to be a producer, but they're still trying to get some projects at least approved and in the works. So um, not saying this is going to happen. I don't know and I don't want to jinx anything, but I think the conversation on the phone went really well and it was super cool to have someone be interested in a topic that I'm doing in my life and have it become a documentary almost would just be like completely mind-blowing, especially like with this network and everything. And I don't want to like overthink it or think about it too much because I don't want it to not happen. And then I think if I just keep it to myself, it will. I don't know if anybody else is like that, but... I wanted to let you in on this secret because my podcast sometimes feels like my journal and I don't think saying anything about it on like this early or like on this podcast tonight is going to change the outcome. If anything, you'll just be the first to know or the last. (laughs) Um, But one of the questions, and this is kind of leading into the second tier of topics on today's episode. One of the questions that she asked me on this phone call was if I was in a relationship. Um, Well, if I was still in one because she had some kind of dated information to stay vague. (laughs) And I kid you not, my brain went into overload confusion for like the next 15 seconds of my life trying to answer that question yet still staying professional and interested and hope that she likes me and I guess looking back it could have been super easy for me to like summarize dumb it down just say no just say yes but I feel like I'm a really honest person and it's hard for me to lie so 
when she asked if I was still in a relationship, I just, like, had a, a slight panic attack of, like, zigzagging all over my mind, being like, oh, um, mm, you know, well, it's kind of <laughs> complicated. And for the first time in my life, I used that phrase, it's complicated. Uh, because it really is. And <laughs> I don't like that it is. I don't think it is, honestly, between me and this person, but to try to explain it to someone, yeah, I guess it would be kind of complicated, and I had a hard time answering it, which it I shouldn't have. It should have been like, yes or no. That is such a simple question, right? But, um, I don't know. So I just kind of explained, you know, like we were, and then we broke up in March and we're on good terms right now and everything is going really well so we don't want to rush into a relationship and there's a lot to consider but we'll see like I'm not really I guess something that um I didn't tell her all of this but something that we've kind of come to an agreement on is you know we're not seeing other people so it is kind of like an ex ex we are dating but we're not <laughs> um and a lot goes into why we aren't and why I'm choosing to be slow about this. I mean, a lot of it has to do with gaining trust back. A lot of it has to do with trusting my own feelings and figuring out what I want or what will work. And it's kind of scary to go back to a relationship because we weren't happy towards the end. And my fear is that if we go back, we're just going to end up unhappy again. Like what is going to change? So it's a weird in-between time for sure of just trying to measure out what has changed, what is changing, what will the future look like, and if I can still see this person as my partner, see this person in my life. Like, there's so much to consider and I don't want to rush into anything based on temporary feelings or present feelings when I'm not looking out for my future self. It wouldn't be fair and it would just land us in a more emotionally draining situation down the road. So there's a lot to consider and there's a lot that we are working on. Yes, it is complicated and I hope that kind of answers that question. But when she asked me this on that phone call, it just really got me thinking and I wanted to share that on this podcast because I'm sure that a lot of people are also wondering on some level the same thing. I mean, even when I went on that live stream last Friday about my Snapchat, I showed my phone screen to the live to show like what my Snapchat looked like. Um, the Snapchat login, to be more specific. And my ex, you know, who I'm, it's complicated with, he sent me a text <laughs> and it showed up on my live and I quickly had to swipe it away and be like, oops, sorry. But no one caught it. No one really cares. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like it's a secret, but I just know I get a few questions here and there about it. So it's complicated, <laughs> which I hate that phrase, but yeah, I hope that answered some questions about that. Um, I have something kind of interesting too about that I wanted to ask your opinion on or kind of see what you think, I guess, because two nights ago it was a new moon and if you're unfamiliar with kind of why moon cycles are important to people that may be kind of like more spiritual like myself or kind of celebrate the moon cycles and phases, the moon is really important because it can directly affect you, you know, like moon affects water and we are made up of what, like 75% water. So the moon will have an effect on you. It plays a part with your emotions and 
your like I don't want to say intentions I'm looking for like your like engagement or like want your drive thank you I don't know why I said thank you I am alone (laughs) but your drive to do stuff um so a lot of people manifest on new moons I actually had a friend text me I think it was the last moon cycle after I posted something about the moon and she just asked like hey what's the difference between a new moon and a full moon in terms of like manifesting like do you do anything different on a new moon or full moon and that's such a great question because on new moons like we had the other night it's a it's a new start you know a new cycle it's fresh you want to manifest what you want the next 28 days, the next moon cycle, the next month. Really manifest your goals and aspirations and what you want to achieve. By the full moon, you should see those dreams kind of coming into effect. Some of your manifestations may have already come true. Your full moon is like your full self. It's when you really shine. And the term lunatic derives from the word moon, luna. You know, it's kind of referring to like a crazy person, I guess, with modern definitions of a lunatic. But it just really means like a moon crazy, like full moon crazy. Like the lunatics would come out on a full moon. Um, what's funny is a lot of females have their periods on a full moon. I know with birth control and other ter- like ways of um, handling your menstru- menstruation, menstrual cycle, oh my gosh. Um, it might not always line up with the moon cycle, but when mine lands on a full moon, I feel so connected to the earth, to the universe, to like the spiritual side of things. It's crazy. So yeah, we just had a new moon. I was manifesting like I've always done, um, mostly like this year. I really started getting into it seriously, 2020. Like I've been manifesting here and there these last few years, but I just had I had dreams <laughs> that I wanted to achieve that I'm working on. So I became more serious about it and oh my gosh, it works. Like I'm so serious about manifestation. It it changed my life. But anyway, we had a new moon the other night and I was going through my letter to the moon. The way that I manifest is I have a certain journal and I write a letter to the moon. I call her Luna, which might seem weird because I have a cat named Luna as well, but I say thank you for everything that I've been blessed with the last month. I summarize my last manifestations and kind of what and oh my gosh I don't know if I mentioned this but everything that I have manifested so far for this year has come true even like crazy things that I didn't think would I mean not like I doubted the moon and the universe but they were kind of a stretch and they happened so yeah I just say thank you for everything that came true I remind the moon and the universe that I trust them and I am blessed and all of that, and then I make out my list of new manifestations for the following moon cycle. And the other night, something that I talked about was how the last cycle, my ex and I kind of reconciled. We apologized. We got into really good terms. He kind of came back into my life in a new, fresh way, and it was very unexpected going from everything that we have kind of been battling since March and this up and down cycle, I guess, that we've been going through, which ended on a very healthy place. I never would have imagined it happened like that. So I mentioned how that was something that happened and how I was grateful that 
that the universe kind of like chose to uh, put me on this path and I just kind of mentioned you know I want to pursue this I want to keep open doors like tell me what will happen and what will be I am opening myself up to the opportunities or you know I want to pursue whatever will come from this so that's what I ended my letter with and the very next morning just like what eight hours later I get a text from it's weird saying my ex because I don't want to call him that it makes it sound so um negative but I get a text from him and he tells me you won't believe what I found this morning and he sends me a photo and the photo is a picture of a bracelet that I got him for our one-year anniversary back in January uh he lost it in February and at the time I remember being hurt, but I also remember being like, this is a sign, like, it's not going to last, like, it's falling apart, and it doesn't mean we're in love, because it was a bracelet with our initials on it, and when it went missing and he couldn't find it, I was like, well, crap, we are, (laughs) we're done, (laughs) like, this isn't good, Um, and he, I remember when it happened, because he was so frantic, and he was so sorry, and he looked everywhere, couldn't find it, he was looking inside, outside, his apartment, my apartment, like, it was gone. Um, he right away ordered another one, I didn't ask him to, he told me all of this at once, but he ordered another one, and wore that, but the first one was a goner. And what are the odds that six months later, oh, like, actually seven months, it's July, more than half a year later, the bracelet suddenly shows up. And I, I'm not one to believe in coincidences or like luck or random timing. I guess I believe in luck a little bit, but I'm a lot more into like everything has a meaning, like things don't just happen, like it's timing is everything. And what does it mean? Like, that is such a big sign to me that I just manifested. We're in a new moon, like new new phases, new things are about to happen and unfold for this new moon cycle. And the very first thing that really happens is he finds this bracelet that he lost under his mattress. And I mean, we're on good terms. I just asked the universe to open doors and to like, pursue whatever will be. I don't know. To me, it's, like, a sign, and it felt really comforting when it happened, and I got that text where I was, like, wow, like, I could feel, like, the air. I don't know. I could feel all of these, like, earth things (laughs) happening. I feel like I sound crazy right now, but it was just a weird, calm, reassuring sense that overpowered me with, oh my gosh, this is a sign, like, the universe is trying to tell me something, and it felt really good, um, and, like, how crazy that he didn't find that when we were fighting, or when I was mad at him, or when we were, like, for sure done, done, like, no, he found it when we may have never been better, you know, like, we are, we're better about things than we were when we were dating and we can we joke about it all the time like why are we better at doing this than we were when we were together but um yeah it's just kind of crazy so I wanted to share that and see what you guys thought it meant 
I think I kind of just like am blown away by the fact that it happened so quickly into this new cycle of manifesting what I want or asking the universe to kind of show me what will happen and boom there it was so that was good and that was something exciting that happened this week so yeah one of the last things I wanted to touch on because I know I mentioned this in my last episode about wanting to make my podcast more inclusive to other types of relationship that relationships that aren't just heterosexual because of my own experience like I kind of feel like I limit what I talk about sometimes and I never want it to be like that um so I actually did want to share something kind of personal with you guys but just to add some suspense let's take a break real quick because I kind of forgot to do that earlier I went on a huge ramble so sorry about that but let's take a break and we'll be right back In case you didn't know, this podcast officially has merch. If you like the Breaking Up podcast logo, then you'll love the hoodies, t-shirts, phone cases, mugs, socks, like you name it, that we have available for purchase. I felt super inspired by my creation of the logo with the hand squeezing the heart that I wanted to make some collections of merchandise, so definitely check it out. I tried really hard to design something for everyone, so there are a lot of options, colors, sizes, styles. We have pastels. We have an After Dark collection of just all black with white text and logo for more of a minimal or emo vibe, which I love. Some have the logo printed small and subtle and other pieces have it in the middle. I just really tried to find something that anyone and everyone could enjoy. Definitely check it out and see for yourself. You can shop the Breaking Up merchandise at teespring.com store slash Michaela dash or I know it's a lot easier to just click a link, so that will be in the podcast description as well. You can also find it on my YouTube channel as well, and even on the podcast's Instagram at breakingup underscore podcast in the description of that account. I have a coupon code for you listeners too, so if you use the code BREAKINGUP in all caps, you'll receive 15% off of your total purchase. This is another great way to show your support of the podcast. Even if you just give it a glance, I'd really appreciate it, so go check out my merch. This podcast wouldn't be made possible without listeners like you. And if you want to get more involved to help support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash and click the support button. It only takes a couple seconds, but your donation can really help sustain the future of this podcast. So if you want to support the show and get more involved, consider becoming a listener supporter today. All right, and we're back. So the last thing I wanted to talk about is actually a book that I just finished last night by Lucy Sutcliffe. I don't know if I said her last name right because I actually know her from kind of being a collab channel with her girlfriend at the time. So I've always known her as Kaylin and Lucy, never just Lucy, which kind of sounds horrible to say out loud. Um, But I... uh, just finished her book Girl Hearts Girl last night and 
Oh my god, I loved it so much. I think a big reason why I loved her book is because it's a memoir of her life and like her coming out story and what she went through as, as a child, a teenager, and her journey to really discovering who she is and then meeting her girlfriend and coming out and moving to America. It's just such a crazy story and she wrote it in such a refreshing, compelling way. It's also categorized as being a kid's book, which I think is crazy. Like, I guess it is kind of an easy read where, yeah, you could read it as a child. And I bet that's something she wanted because she was struggling so much as a preteen, like trying to figure out or even just admit that she was gay. So I like that she wrote it so a younger kid, I guess, could find it and have hope. But, um, I love Lucy, like I said earlier, and I discovered her and Kaylin's channel back in, I want to say, 2014, and oh my gosh, they were just popping off. I think that was the year where they really just blew up online, and I remember them specifically because they were the first female relationship couple that I discovered on YouTube. I went from kind of the niche of just makeup and beauty gurus in their preteen bedrooms to this lesbian couple that was posting relationship videos and answering things that I didn't have access to, I guess, as a kid or never really realized or thought about. So it was really eye-opening to stay kind of vague. And it was also a time in my life where they answered a lot of questions that I personally was going through as well. And I remember in, I want to say 2016, when she came out with her book and I put it on Amazon. I was a broke college kid at the time, so I wasn't able to buy it. But the other, actually last month, right when thrift stores opened again, I went to Goodwill and I found her book in Goodwill. And it just felt like such a sign because it was June, it was Pride Month, it was by Lucy and I love her. And it was just such like a moment of seeing this book in a pile of so many others and immediately feeling like you know the person. So I was really excited and I was so happy to read like it felt meant to be again because it was June and Pride Month and it was just like wow what a great time to read this so it I read it so quickly maybe like three days max um but it's so good and I just wanted to include it because it's something that I would really recommend and I like I mentioned did want to start trying to find ways to include homosexual relationships or open relationships or just different types of love onto this podcast platform. And so maybe like books, like LGBTQ books was a a way that I can talk about it. Um, But that being said, if you can think of any guests that I could have on the podcast to talk about their relationship that doesn't fit like my heterosexual experience, I would love, like, please let me know because Again, like, I just never wanted to limit this platform or make it seem only heterosexual. Like, it kind of, like, I don't know. It just kind of makes me sad that that's something I fear is happening just because it's the majority of my experiences and what I'm comfortable with. And I feel like I'm pretty vague about some other things that I don't publicly speak about as much on other platforms, but may have mentioned here here or there or have um, subtly, like, 
spoken about and it's not something I really like keep a secret about it's just also something that I'm not comfortable like talking a lot about on a kind of blind platform where I don't know who exactly is listening to it or seeing it but um Yeah, personally for me, though, that book just means a lot. Um, Girl Heart Girl or Girl Hearts Girl. It's just like girl and then like a heart, like the actual like emoji type of heart girl. Girl Loves Girl? Girl Heart Girl? I don't know, but I highly recommend checking it out. It was a great read and Lucy is so sweet and talented and just her story alone of really like coming to terms with accepting her sexuality and discovering a girl through Tumblr like, what a classic love story, TVH, but discovering a girl through Tumblr and falling in love, and they dated four years long distance. That's nuts, and that's something that, like, I think I discovered them on YouTube once they were already past that, so I didn't really under, like, they really, but they did blow up because of their long distance videos, because it was so heartwarming and heartfelt when they would visit each other, and people really clung to that emotion of them reuniting in an airport and I cried in the book like when all those things happened but um yeah sorry I went on a tangent and now I can't remember what I was saying um anyway that's what I read this week (laughs) and I highly recommend that you check it out if you want to but I know this episode is getting pretty long and I felt like I was kind of rambly tonight, so I apologize, but I still hope that you enjoyed listening. The quote that I have for this week's episode is by C.S. Lewis. It goes, it's not the load that weighs you down, it's the way you carry it. And I thought this was really beautiful and could be applied to so many things that you may be struggling with or going through right now. I know that I can think of so many things in my own life that I can apply this to. And it is really true, you know. We are always given what the universe or God, like, knows that we can handle. We are never given more than we can carry. And I like C.S. Lewis's take on that where, you know, sometimes it's not really, like, what you're carrying, it's how you're carrying it. So, I just thought it was pretty moving in a sense to really kind of re what's the word re-estimate no guys I'm losing it it's been a long day (laughs) um just like reevaluate I think is what I'm trying to get at whatever you're going through and tackle it in a different way or figure like me with snapchat it kind of felt like the end of the world for a split second and it was sad but once I realized it was a blessing in disguise I could carry it a lot better and time management I don't know I'm just I feel like I'm rambling I feel like I'm losing it and I don't want you to be annoyed by me ever so that's my quote and I always post a copy of it on my podcast's Instagram breaking up underscore pod so definitely check it out, give it a follow. That's also a really good place to reach out to me with any feedback or if you have any ideas for guests or things that you want me to start doing, definitely let me know there. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and start to next week. And I'll see you guys next week, hopefully with a fun guest. I'm kind of mixing it up a little bit. So we will see you next Thursday. Bye. 
If you want to get involved, have feedback, or perhaps your own story you'd like to share, please email me at breakingupwithmikayla at gmail.com, or you can reach out to any of my social media and send me a DM. I'm always looking for future guests, so if you want to save your story for an episode to guest star on, be sure to mention that in your message as well. Don't forget to leave five stars, subscribe, and have a nice day.